That's correct. It's Oscars time again. The 92nd annual Oscars has arrived to the year 2020. Now, much change has come to the Oscars. And while some people say perhaps not enough, there clearly have been some changes structurally that have created a certain sense of fluidity to the presentations themselves. Not having a host seemed to have helped it flow more smoothly last year, and many would say. And while others uh, tend to comment that the awards last much too long for an award ceremony, let's be realistic. When you're trying to award 23 categories, it's going to take a while. So, why 23 categories? A film is more than what one sees on the screen. And whether you're seeing this, I know it's a big debate, whether you're seeing this in your living room through one of the venue, one of the genres such as Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, or any of the others that are now so readily available, or you go to the theater and watch it there, you're still watching a film, and it still takes many people to make that possible, from writing to visual effects, to sound mixing, to sound effects, to cinematography, the types of films. Were they a documentary? Was it a short subject documentary? Was it animated? So many different types of genres. So in this particular celebration, 92 years into the awards, who will walk away with Oscar? Now, much has been said about what will be said, but one cannot say until it has been said. So one must watch in order to clearly recognize that a film is an expression of creativity and at times a reflection of what a society is going through or has gone through or feels it is about to go through. Yes, in about two hours, the awards will begin. Thank you for listening, and I will give you a short wrap-up of who the winners were after the awards ceremony here on The Dew Point. That's right, I promised you that I would let you know who the winners were at the 92nd Annual Academy Awards. The Oscar went for Best Picture to, for the first time ever, the same winner of the foreign film category, Parasite, Kwak Sin Ai and Bong Joon Ho. And they got pretty comfortable, particularly Bong Joon Ho, in terms of uh, giving their acceptance speech. It almost seemed like they were so surprised they weren't quite sure 
what to make of the situation, but certainly it's telling of the quality of work that they produced. And in the very last acceptance speech, one of the individuals that was on stage not only thanked the director, but also the Korean movie-going audience that helped propel them to the point upon which they were standing there, thanking everyone. But let me step back a little bit to tell you about how the day began. Yes, the day, because there was still sunlight out when the awards began to be presented. An energetic opening song, medley combination, which was almost, had taken on a Broadway kind of feel. Spectacular. Janelle Monet began that, and then there was Chris Rock and, or there were Chris Rock and Steve Martin, who opened up with snaps and taps at many people in the audience. And while they began the show, one would think perhaps they were about to become the hosts of the evening, but no, as I mentioned before, this is a no-host show. And it worked quite well. I would say the only area that could have used a little improvement was in the area where the songs that were nominated under original song, there could have been specific introductions there, at least by the Possibly like a moderator of sorts, not necessarily if they don't have a host. It could be the same person that introduces a little snapshot of the history of the person winning the award. For example, when somebody's name is announced, there's always someone who says, and this is the second time that this person has won an Oscar, and they have been nominated seven previous time. That individual could easily be the person who introduces in the category of the original song for a motion picture so that there wouldn't necessarily just be the beginning of a song with that introduction of the particular artist. As I noticed, there were some introductions for some but not for others, and so it would be good just to Provide some consistency there. After a supporting role, went to Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. This was his second Oscar. I am surprised, though, that for so much history he has in Hollywood, he has never seen Gone with the Wind or The Sound of Music. But certainly, that's telling of many people in this world. We can't see all films, but uh, there are some classics that would be interesting to uh, find out who has or hasn't seen them, as they do provide historical context in very important lights. Actress in a supporting role went to Laura Dern, who noted that she was very appreciative of the evening in many ways, not only because this particular movie that she won for the Marriage Story, was a movie written about love and about bridging divisions. She said, and I quote, I love my friends. You lift me up every day. 
And she also thanked her, par her parents, who, she said, although sometimes people never want to meet their heroes, she felt that she had some of the best parents possible. They were parents that she could look up to. And she said it also was a great birthday gift for her. She may well have been celebrating a birthday. Cinematography category was introduced by Julia Louis-Dreyfus and Will Ferrell. They were so comedic in the presentation that I was distracted by their comedy and enjoyed the actual comedic portion of the presentation that I missed who they awarded the award to. But that's my own fault. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying exactly what happened. So I do not know who won that category, and I'm not going to pretend that I do. I was trying to do some deductive reasoning, but I may get it wrong. So I'm not even going to pretend. I'll just, as I said, let you know that I was paying so much attention to their jokes. It was kind of like when Maya Rudolph was up there. And then as she started singing her portion, it was so funny with her co-presenter that it flowed very nicely into the award. So that one in particular was a, a perfect segue for the award, as was Julia and Will's. It was just hilarious animated went to Toy Story 4 Josh Cooley and Mark Nielsen and it was so interesting when they showed a mid camera movement right before one of the music ensembles actually it wouldn't be an ensemble because it would probably have to have more than one song but when there was a portion where the camera went to backstage, they showed a box of Toy Story toys unopened. And it reminded me of one of the Seinfeld episodes where the toys have been unopened and how important it is to preserve what is important in some of these historical contexts. And that brings me to the other point. They announced that in December of 2020, there will be a museum opening at Wilshire and Fairfax. And it will be commemorating many of the historical aspects of the Academy. First time ever, surprisingly. So that's something quite exciting. And perhaps that particular box of toys is one of the first components to go into that. Costume design went to Jacqueline Duran for Little Woman. Oh, Little Women, excuse me. She thanked the Academy and noted that she was indebted to a lot of women, and in particularly Greta Gerwig, who was an inspiration to many who were a part of the film. For directing, as I mentioned before, Bong Joon-ho had, had won many awards, and this was one of the ones that he won for the movie he directed, Parasite. 
documentary film went to American Factory. Interestingly enough, in the documentary category, there were four of the nominees in that category were For short subject documentary, learning to skate in a war zone if you are a girl. The woman that accepted the award, there were two, but one of them specifically noted how appreciative she was of the people that helped her in beginning her journey as she began not only this film, but the subject matter. And she said had she not had that support and that encouragement, she would not have been able to continue in that particular area to focus on. And it was quite a moment of not only was she encouraging others to pursue what they so desired, but also noted that with that supportive environment that she was in, she was able to have such a productive result, and thus she was standing there accepting the award. Actor in the leading role went to Joaquin Phoenix, who, though he seemed somber at the beginning, unsure of what to say, as soon as he began, you were clearly brought into his emotional understanding of what that moment of gratitude looked like. And he spelled it out in many ways. Suffice to say, he noted that though he had been a scoundrel in the past and had done many things wrong, there were people there that had helped him and given him opportunities. And in giving him that, those second chances, they were there tonight in what was the best of everyone and that it's when everybody helps each other that one reflects the best in humanity because it is walking closer towards that redemption that brings out the best in people. Most poignant. Renee Zellweger won for Actress in a Leading Role for her portrayal of Judy Garland. And she noted that it was a privilege to work with the group of people that she did. And of course, she also was quite appreciative and grateful of the nominees with which she was surrounded by in this category. She noted, though, also that Judy's legacy of unique exceptionalism is something that she was quite grateful to have been a part of and dedicated the award to her honor as well. I found it particularly interesting that some of the commercials were captivating in the sense that they were so creative. They were changing. There were some commercials that didn't repeat themselves. Rather, they built one upon the other upon the other and it was intriguing one in particular brought me to tears and that was the google commercial i have to say where the individual 
is instructing Google to remember things about his loved one. And it really brings to point a couple of things. It brings to point the importance of remembering loved ones, not only present but past. And what is it really that we decide to remember about those loved ones that we loved so dearly? What he chooses to remember in the photos is so emotionally captivating, or at least it was to me. And it brought me to tears because it got me thinking. Not only the magnitude with which emotion can wrap us up at a particular moment when we decide, this is what I want to remember in 10 years. This is what I don't want to remember. And we're filtering ourselves and what is important and what is not. But more so to the point, will Google be able to remember all of that? And when will it remind us? How will we know to remind Google to remind us if we've already told it to remember? So it's quite an interesting moment that it brought to mind. And it was all wrapped up in that commercial. And actually though, for film editing, Ford versus Ferrari won. An interesting comment was made about this particular film being the last film to be made by 20th Century Fox. And so it does put in perspective, as I was uh, talking about earlier, what does one choose to remember and not remember? In this instance, if a company is no longer making films, the possibility of making films is forever gone by that particular company. However, then, what is archived and how it's archived makes a difference. So it is so important to really think about that question that I had tried to express previously and perhaps was not quite as articulate as I would have expected. But something to consider. Now, for international feature film, I did mention that Parasite had already won several times. Well, you've already heard it three times now. It did win under this category as well, and that is because it is the film from South Korea. Now, important note, though. Bang Joon-ho said that when... Though writing is a lonely art, he doesn't write to represent his country. And point taken. I know previously I had noted that sometimes films are the reflection of a country and how it once was, how it is, and how it possibly will be. It truly does depend on the subject matter of the particular film and what has been written. There are different types of films, different types of genres, and so perhaps one has to really understand the context of a particular film and how it is written. But every writer is different and how they write it is unique in and of themselves. And that's why what Renee Zellweger said about Judy Garland's legacy being unique exceptionalism is really important. 
For is it not that many individuals are unique, but few are to the level of being exceptionalists? Now, whether exceptionalism is a word or not, it certainly is a concept, because one can really ponder how an individual reaches the level of being exceptional. Hair and makeup was awarded to the film Bombshell for the work they did in making over the actresses for the roles that they portrayed. And they were appreciated by the individuals who went up to receive the award. They said it definitely would not have been possible for them to be accepting the award were it not for them. Music Original Score, the category, was record-breaking for the first time ever, and interesting that it took 92 years for this to take place, but certainly groundbreaking is groundbreaking. For the first time ever, the orchestra was conducted by a woman in the performance of all of these scores. For The Joker, for Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, for Little Women, for The Marriage Story, and for 1917. And the winner of this category was Hildur Gudnadotur. I think when I gave the summation for the Golden Globe Awards, I may not have pronounced her name correctly, but I tell you, I'm doing the best that I can. Sometimes people don't pronounce my name correctly, but I do give them a little bit of forgiveness. She did talk to young girls and women who hear the music and to whom the music speaks to, and she reminded them to let their voice be heard, that their voice was much needed. For music original song, the presentations were all magnificent. Whether you were listening to Elton John, who sung the song in rendition of the very song that is nominated in the film, which then later went on to win, but I'm not trying to digress, let me finish the thought. And though Rami Malik portrays him in the film Rocket Man, Rami later went on to give a presentation in another category. And so everyone played a role in this particular Oscars. It seemed there may not have been a host officially, but there were many people helping make this such a great presentation of event. The beautiful rendition also of I'm Standing With You, which was written by Diana Warren, was sung by the lead actress in this is Us, who often in interviews talks about the fact that before she got her big break in Hollywood, her bank account was nearly depleted. And she embraces her success as a blessing. Well, as she sung, the choir behind her flowed in and out of the melodies as appropriate in a joyful glow that melded in with her voice as she 
sangue. Almost as if to say, not only do I act, but I sing. And this is how I sing. And it was wonderful. Into the Unknown also seemed to have broken another record at the Oscars this evening. This nominated song from Frozen 2 was performed not in one language, not in two languages, but in 11 languages, reflecting its true international following. And Cynthia Erivo, nominated for two Oscars this evening, also sang Fantastic. She sang Stand Up. And as she performed with a dynamism in her voice, it persevered through the heartache of the words. If you were really listening to the lyrics of this song, it was piercing and painful, much as the struggle that was portrayed in the very movie that this was nominated through, which was for the movie Harriet. But her performance was also resounding. Now, for production design, that went to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Barbara Ling and Nancy Hall. Short film animated went to Hair Love. Hair Love, a portrayal of a father who learns how to comb his daughter's hair and how it can seem yet complex, however, with the best of guidance, can become the art form it can be. And how appreciating one's beauty can include our many different types of hair that we all have. and how we choose to comb it. The short film action went to The Neighbor's Window, Marshall Curry, and he thanked his family and everyone who helped him make the film possible. Sound editing, Ford versus Ferrari. First time ever nomination for Donald Sylvester. He shared it with many members of other parts of the team and explained how important everyone was in the process. Sound mixing, Mark Taylor and Stuart Wilson won for 1917. And visual effects went to Greg Butler and Dominic Tui, also for the film 1917. And they declared it was a dream project, that it was an epic journey. Thank and then of course, for writing, the award went to 1917. And I mentioned earlier the importance of a well-written script. Well, such was reflected in 1917, the movie, that they received so many awards for it. For Best Adapted Screenplay, 
That went to Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. He thanked his mother because his mother bought him the book that he read, which then he adapted to his screenplay. And this one was one that I had not noticed previously, which is why my numbers were incorrect. I had said there were 23 categories, but actually this makes 24. So my apologies for my summary, which may have seemed incomplete previously, but now you have as much information as you could possibly have for how the 92nd annual Oscars were awarded. Enjoy the rest of your evening. This was brought to you by the Dewpoint Report. And I, your host, Margarita. Have a good evening. You didn't really think I was leaving that quickly, did you? There was that moment when the director of Parasite quoted Martin Scorsese, and everybody stood up in an applause and a cheer because of the hard work and effort that he has put into all of his movies. Everyone noticed. Not only is it a moment when someone is quoting you, but you have become not only the creator, the mentor, the person who people look up to, but you are a gold standard to some and to others. You are someone that they want to learn more about. And so at that particular moment, the entire crowd stood up and it was something of a marvel to see. There were other instances where the crowd stood up as well out of excitement for what they had heard, what they had seen, and the type of unity that is often needed in environments where one can be supported to do better, to be better to help others be better was so prevalent tonight. So I could summarize all the different speeches that occurred, but suffice it to say, many people expressed gratitude for their career, craft, support networks. Many people appreciated the ability to continue to do what they do and others spoke up in advocacy for things that mean so much to them as they will continue to do as many people have always done a voice is a voice has always been a voice and will continue to be a voice some may not see it as that, but it always has been. And tonight, it clearly resounded.
And to those that were not able to be there tonight, that had left this earth a little sooner than the rest, the memoriam had a song led by Billie Eilish and her brother. And though they are well known for composing their own songs at home, tonight she sang Yesterday by the Beatles. In what one can easily recognize as generational transformation. You see, it doesn't mean that just because you sing your own song, that you will always only sing your own song. And the interesting ability of this event to say, we would like you to sing at our memoriam was telling of more than just it being a song. They could have chosen anyone, but they chose a groundbreaker, someone who has truly been leading the way, not only with her songs, but with, as I referenced before, really what many would say is the ability to express eloquence and allow others to understand it such that it resonates with many people. And the ability for the Oscars to recognize that by inviting someone from who recently performed at the Grammys from the music industry that was a bridging that was critical at a moment in time where, in so many ways, much of the world does not have enough bridge building. And so what might sound bizarre as I describe this is actually groundbreaking. It was bridging generations. Many may not have noticed, but the person singing the Toy Story song was of a different generation than the person singing the Frozen 2 song, the lead on that, was a different generation of the person singing the 
memoriam song. That is a bridging of generations. The films themselves bridge generations. And so one can focus on so many things and get caught in the details of what doesn't function. But if we look at what does work and what does bring people together, then that is an area to build on. Again, thank you and good night.